Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Gavagorna Podcast. We're your geek slash nerd discussion podcast, and normally we take one topic from a TV, movie, video game, book, whatever we feel up that day, and we bat around until we get bored. I'm, as always, your host, Patrick. With me is my co-host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. And I'm very glad they never started calling Miles Spin. Um, this is our uh, spoiler-free <laughs> review for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, you know, multi, the multi-award winning, uh, revolutionary for its time animated feature. I mean, it's still revolutionary to watch. I watched it right before I went to see the movie, and it, that movie, I mean, uh, to say it holds up is nothing, because it's only a few years old, but, I mean, it, it, I still went through the, emo, uh, the roller coaster. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we'll start things off as we normally do. We'll start with the blurb. You got any predictions for this blurb? I am to be. Mm-hmm. Um, is it longer than a sentence? It is two sentences. In this, the sequel to Sony's award-winning Into the Spider-Verse, uh, Miles Morales now goes across the Spider-Verse. Hooray. Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. Yeah, I just say one thing real quick. What's that? I am sick to fucking death of that ending to synopses. What it, uh, De- redefine, redefine what it means, means to be a, to be a hero. hero. Yeah. Find the hero inside. Uh, you know, show who blah blah blah. Show who he is. That is a nonsense sentence. At this point, <laughs> it's just noise. It's it's thoughts and prayers, but for movies, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's pretty fair. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, this. It came. It came out this past uh, Thursday. Um, yep. And uh, we both saw it. I saw it. The first showing at the theater this morning. Uh, I think you saw it. You said you saw it yesterday. Yeah, I saw it uh, like a four o'clock showing yesterday. Yeah. Um. So. Shit, I saw the two o'clock showing. I saw it a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. So, first off, boilerplate. Did you like the movie? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, asterisk. I have a huge caveat to it, but other than that, oh yeah, or if we're far enough into the podcast where I can just start swearing, fuck yes. Yeah. Um, this is a very hard movie to review for me, um, without, with, with getting like, you know, substantive statements out without just glazing the movie. Yeah. Oh, welcome to me re- reviewing any Spider-Man thing, <laughs> like 90% of the time. Yeah, um, I, I I was I was watching it, and there are several parts I was like, and here we're, here's where Jarrett starts to well up, and here's where Jarrett starts to well up. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, the reason that I went and saw it uh, specifically by myself for the first time, I was insistent I wanted to watch it by myself for the first time. Well, not necessarily uh, with my wife, mm-hmm. uh, was because I was like, oh, I'm gonna cry. I was like, I, I know I'm going to cry. Uh, hell, when I rewatched Into the Spider Verse. Uh, I still cried at what uh, uh, what's up danger. 
Yeah. Like, I, I knew it was just going to happen. Uh, like, uh, seeing people fucking spinning webs and just moving around wells me up, just without any context. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that's why I'm glad I've had a day, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, it'd be like when we did the uh, No Way Home review, which I was glad we had uh, Ryan for, um, because like I could just kind of sit there in my feelings and only have to chime in uh, like when I felt it was appropriate. Right. Um, the uh, so with so with that being said, we'll this is our spoiler free review. We're a bit more ordered uh, into this. Uh, we kind of uh, break the movie down by category. I, I will go ahead and give what my asterisk is because it's not a spoiler. Okay, good. To anybody, to, to anybody who knows uh, just about this movie in general, um, my big asterisk is it's a part one. Yeah. Um, um, but I think part two has already been announced for like March. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course it is. Yeah. Um, because they were working on both movies at the same time. Well, it was written as one movie and it was just too big. Yeah. And um, and. So now that being said, they could have come out with a with a five hour movie. I would have watched it. Yeah, yeah, uh, for but sure. But I understand why they did for sure as well. Um, but I will say that um, just uh, for any, I'll get into more detail about this later. Um, but where it ends, I'm sure is probably the best place it could end for this movie. But um, it. Uh, I have I have some things to say about that, but um, I would I would get more into that when we go to the spoiler. For, yeah, I just, I'm just saying for, like, for the for the spoiler free section for the people who have not seen it yet, just mm-hmm. be prepared that it does end like in what very much feels like they took the middle the, they took the movie and cut it right in the middle. Like it, it doesn't really satisfy a lot. It's not. It's definitely not standalone. It feels like it, part it, one. It it is a full movie. Um, like in the same way that Infinity War is a full movie. It doesn't necessarily, you know, end like a conventional superhero movie, but it is a it is a one character story from beginning to the end. Oh, I, I my my feelings are actually pretty, pretty different on that on that part of it as well. Um, but we we can get into that a little bit more. When we do a little bit. Uh, um, I I feel that like a lot of the arcs stuff like that that, that were happening in the movie they don't get resolved within the movie to contain itself. To oh, not not in, not entirely. There's there's still. There, there are some things that get resolved, but the, to your point, it is part one. We're, yeah. we're going to see a lot of this payoff in the next movie. And and you never know when a, when a part two or something like that could drop the ball. Like yeah. Even if it was made as one thing, I mean, their movies are just better in their first half than they are in their second. Mm-hmm. So, um, And I'm not giving them that, that type of doubt, being like, oh, it's probably going to suck. I'm just saying that I can't, I can't fully be like, oh, this is my favorite Spider-Man thing of all time until I've already seen part two. Like I've seen like Straw Hat Luffy, who's somebody we've mentioned on the podcast before. Both of us like him on TikTok. He's already said that this is probably his favorite Spider-Man thing of all time, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, if you haven't seen part two, you really can't say that. I mean, part two would have to be bad, really, really bad. Like it would have to be like Electric Company Spider-Man <laughs> for it to for it to <laughs> negatively affect my my feelings of this movie. Yeah, but I, to be fair, I uh, this is way before we, uh, we were on the podcast together. But when people would ask me my, my thoughts on the Force Awakens, I'd be like, "Yeah, you know what? I had fun in that movie." But honestly, I'm not going to feel about these movies because there's so many unanswered questions until I have the answers to those questions, mm-hmm. and that definitely negatively affects my view of uh, Force Awakens now. And that is a whole movie by itself. Yeah, it just doesn't feel in line with the second movie, which doesn't feel in line with the third movie. Yeah, so. Um, that's another discussion entirely, but it is a thing about like how parts can 
change your views and things. Yeah, but I I, I trust the I trust the people oh, handling yeah. uh, the the Spider Verse movies uh, to to <laughs> deliver. Um, but uh, what what do you want to get? What do you want to get started with? Like, what's 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 the first thing on your mind? Um, because I want to talk visuals. Yeah, I want to I want to talk art style. Um, this movie is a feast for the eyes. Um, we visit several uh, spider spider verses uh, in this movie, um, and, and just people just jump in from other like yeah. places in the and, and like in this in this movie more more so than into the spider verse. Um, every universe kind of has its own art style or feel to it, and it is noticeable when somebody is a visitor in a different uh, universe. Yeah. Um, like, um, especially uh, g- when you go to Gwen's uh, Earth, uh, Earth 65. Oh, um, I, the, I was wa- dying the, in Earth 65. The, the watercolor world. Oh, my God. I, 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 can't, I can't speak for you. I, 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 I loved it. Oh, um, uh, I as someone who collected the 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 Gwen Stacy as Spider Woman through through Ghost Spider and stuff like that, like that is the color palette of that world. Um, it is it is actually and one of the funny things is like it's the thing they capture in the movie without ever bringing attention to it. But in the comics, Miles visits her world and comments on the fact that it's very like pink pastels and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the the world is different. Um, and like they capture that perfectly. Apparently, also in Earth sixty five, they don't use artificial sweeteners for anything. Everything is just used with actual sugar. It's a thing they note in the comics, and it's just a little tidbit I wanted to drop in there for that. Meat. I just thought it was a funny thing. Yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to remember when somebody was drinking something in Earth sixty five. Ah, it's in the comics. Miles yeah. is like, man, your sodas are really good. And they're like, oh yeah, we. Uh, we I found out when I go to your world. I found when we went to your world. They don't use this like like actual sugar. We only use like real sugar here. Like we don't. We've never invented artificial sweeteners. I'm like, whoa! I want to go weird there. thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like um, every character that you see, like when they, especially when you see them all grouped together, because you get kind of a, uh, some stuff of it from like the trailer, mm-hmm. but you don't get a really good chance to dissect like how they they look like they belong inside their own world. A big example being because um, uh, he's he's on the poster. Um, uh, Scott, uh, Spider Punk. Yeah, I mean all, all the advertisements like uh, yeah, Sp- Spider Punk, Hobie Brown. Uh, you know, he he is h- him just standing there almost looks like one of those uh, old nineteen uh, seventies you, know, you know punk music videos. Yeah, like he looks like he's like in an advertisement for the Sex Pistols. Yeah, he, he <laughs> just lo- standing around. He looks like a bunch of moving like magazine cutouts that you're making an animatic off of almost. Yeah, um, amazing, and yeah. they keep that up, and it looks great, and it, like in motion, it looks great. Um, and like, I mean, just, I mean, we, God, we could probably talk just the visuals in this movie for hours. Cause yeah. like every character kind of brings that on. Like there's a little bit of it in, in, in the Spider-Verse where it's like, but it's only contained to those characters and you only really have Miles' worlds of lens to look through. Yes. So like Spider-Man Noir, yes, he is black, um, and he doesn't perceive color. And then like, uh, and when you look at like the outlines of Spider-Man Noir versus the outlines of, uh, Peter Porker. Um, you're like, oh well, clearly Spider Ham doesn't have like outlines like the like the rest of them do because he has a cartoon character. Yeah. Um, versus like um, Penny Parker, um, who also has you know her little anime lines to her. Like, 
But now that you kind of see them like in motion going through different worlds stuff like that, they stand out in contrast so much more. And that's just character design. Yeah. Um, like, uh, one, uh, w- w- while we are talking about character design, uh, the difference in Miles. Cause it, it, he, he does have a new character design in, in the movie. It's been about a little bit over a year since the previous movie. Yeah. Um, so he's a little bit, he's a little bit taller. He's, he's almost same height as his dad. Um, yeah, he's actually one of the taller spider people already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit. He, he don't, he don't, he don't get up on, uh, Miggy. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, Miguel O'Hara has, uh, he, he's uh, on this new diet. New diet is called Body by Jiren, because um, uh, he's built like a wedge. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, like uh, Miggy, I was like, I- I've never felt threatened by Miguel O'Hare in one of these comics. I don't think I would like that man walking up to me with a scowl on his face. <laughs> I don't care if he's voiced by Oscar Isaac. That Poe Dameron shouldn't look at me like that. No, that that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't Poe Dameron. That was Din Jaren. <laughs> I know those are two different people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, but yeah, that was a. Uh... He was fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, like the way they make him move, like where he. Uh, where he like just his animation of like how he uh, runs, he's he's so separate from the spider people. He doesn't move with grace. No, everything is intensity. It's it's like it's like a like a predator like making its beeline for you. Yeah. Oh my god, it's it's amazing. It's like I, I don't I don't know what he was eating to get that way. I think he went to Peter Porker's dimension and just <laughs> staged a massacre. Um, and uh, and next thing you knew. You have, uh, you know, Spider-Man via prison. <laughs> um, like, if we, if we ever see him outside of the spider costume, he's going to be covered in tats. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the, the spider costumes, and like once again, we're still just talking even character design here. Uh, I do like Miles' design. Yeah. Uh, I do like his new design. I, I like that they rib him for his new design. Yeah. That felt very, like, in line with the people that know um, Miles. They would just rib him on um, I was I, I was okay with the with his new Spider Man costume. It, it's not my favorite. I think my think my personal favorite, um, and it might just be due to the scene that it was in that was from his What's Up Danger costume. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, where he's got the jacket and hoodie over the uh, over the costume, even with it, the spray painted design. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would actually say that like that's probably one of my favorite Miles designs. Uh, I for some reason I just. I also just kind of like Spider-Man outfits with a hoodie on. Yeah. I have no idea why, but, like, Gwen's... Because uh, Scarlet Spider also... Scarlet, Scarlet Spider, who, like, who I was raised on, like, that design. I love that design a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, often with a hoodie um, uh, and a powerful, angsty backstory. Yeah. Um, but, uh... I don't, I, don't, I don't normally like... I don't like Peter with it. No, he, no, no. He, he, just, he can't pull it off, but a lot of the Spider alternates it, it works well with. Um, but, uh, I, I will say that, uh, I am hopeful for the sequel, um, that maybe, uh, we get, uh, Mig's other, like, iconic costume. The white one? The white one. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan, I'm a bigger fan of the white costume than I am of the, the blue and red. I know that he's had the blue and red for forever, and it's, it's what people most know him in. Mm. But me, personally, I like the Parker Industries white costume that Peter designed for him in the comics. Um... It's a little, little less scary. A little less scary. 
Um, and I just I also just like that design. Yeah. Um, and considering that they're they're pulling designs out of like everywhere for these movies, um, it would just be just a, a nice touch. Yeah. Honestly, it didn't even have to be Miguel in it. If just one of the Spider People walking around could have oh, yeah. been. Oh yeah, a lot of the a lot of the alternate Spider Spider People that they just need for like filler uh, models are just alternate character designs. Like I spotted the high velocity suit at one point. Yeah, oh, there's um, a there's a, a shit ton of uh, of things. I'm like, I don't believe that Peter wor- wears that just as his day to day outfit in that universe, but it's a costume that Peter has worn for some reason or another. Exactly. Uh, in the main universe. Um, and, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, like, really, really great callbacks in there. Like, I'd have to watch that scene, like, on, you know, uh, when I actually own the movie and can sit there and stop and go frame by frame through it. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to listen to, like, all the uh, millions of TikToks that are like, did you know in Spider-Verse this costume over here is from blah, blah, blah. Yep. And I'd be like, yeah, I would have known that, but, like, every time I watch the movie, I'm sucked in by the scene. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, also, you know... When the characters talk is engaging. Yeah. Um, and uh, there are notable spider costumes that are not in this movie, though, which made me think that, like, hopefully they're in later ones. Um, uh, they're going to be, like, in the next one. Um, but I don't I don't really want to talk about them. But there are just, there are several spider people that are in this movie that, uh, I'll, I'll talk about in the, in the, in the spoiler review. Yeah. That, and, uh, and and them not being there is not a knock against the movie. No, 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 no. It's just a thing that I personally noticed, and mm-hmm. it's just me being a Spider fan that, like, of course I'm going to notice there, things. There, there were there were a few um, absences I, I I noticed as well. Some surprise inclusions, but yeah, there were some some notable absences. And there's also plenty of uh, plenty of costumes slash characters that just don't exist in Spider media. Yeah. That they just were made, they made up a new Spider person, and that's that's totally fine. It's legit. Uh, but like when you see like oh they made up a design but they didn't use one that was in a, r- a real design yeah. things like that can kind of get caught up in, like in, there, in my there, brain. There are some of them that just looks like they just took a Spider Man and played with the Saints Row sliders because <laughs> um, there are some just like oddly fat Spider Man. Oh my, my, uh, my wife when we were leaving the movie she was like so all the Spider Women are surprisingly thick right and I was like yeah yeah <laughs> she was like so many Spider Women are just like all thigh. And I was like, yeah, that's that's not really... I mean, there are some, but like, not to the degree this movie was putting out. You, I mean, you think, like... Um, I uh, mean, this is... Web, web slinging does not really allow for that type of figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but still still on visuals, I want, I want to go ahead and point this out. This movie had some of my favorite visuals of the time. Like, one of the things that like works with like the What's Up Danger sequence, that scene of like Miles falling into city into the city. Oh yeah. But he's like but you know, truly he's rising up to meet the city on his new level. Like that's such a great uh image. There's then, a scene similar to that in this movie. I don't want anyone to spoil it, but it's just a quiet moment between Gwen and Miles. Yeah. Uh that like the second it started to happen, I was like Oh, that's really cool. Please, l- please let this work out the way that like my brain's already being like, oh, that looked really cool, and they don't even do that in the comics. And uh, there's a, there's a lot of sounds in this movie where they'll play with uh, perspective or orientation because you have all these uh, spider people who can stick to walls. Um, like th- there's a there's a there's a few scenes in the in the movie where. You'll notice that Gwen's hair is sticking up oddly. It's because they're upside down in the scene. Yeah, but because it's all spider people, that's normal for them. Yeah, it's it's excellent. Like um, somehow um, 
despite the fact this character um, is damn near uh, 70 years old, they found angles and uh, positioning and uh, like just stills that are almost better than than, than like ninety percent of the comics I've ever done, and invented completely new ones. Yeah, like just just shots that I've never seen in a Spider-Man comic, and I'm like, it, it's that seem obvious because it's one of those things like true genius always looks obvious when you see it, and uh, they do that just over and over and over again in this movie. Um, but uh, without just gushing about uh, visuals, is there any like specific thing that you wanted to mention? Anything that, that <laughs> truly caught you off guard? Um, um, without getting into spoilers, um, it, uh, there's, um, there's a, there's a big action sequence. It's in, it's in several of the advertisements when they go to, uh, Mumbatan, yeah. um, the Indian Spider-Man, uh, there's an action sequence that happens there, um, and it notably stuck out for me because it felt like, it felt like you, the ca- like the cameraman was actually web-slinging through the scene with them, <laughs> um, <laughs> And that was that was just something that I'm not used to seeing. Um, you, there, you, there was a little bit of it in in Into the Spider Verse, yeah, uh, especially in, in the uh, collider se- sequence. But because that's kind of a tight in area, this felt much more open. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, also, when Peter teaches Miles to swing, yeah, and they get like they they get the rhythm down. Exactly. That also feels like you're traveling right behind them. Um, another one. Uh, this is very early on in the movie when we're in uh, Earth sixty five, Spider Gwen's world. Um, they utilize the fact that it is watercolors. Um, the 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 colors will change with the mood of the scene to help convey storytelling. Yeah. Um, and they it, 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 they do it several times in the movie in that world. Um, uh, see, and uh, other stuff, you know, without getting into spoilers, there's um, there's uh, one big scene at the end where uh, you gotta, if you're paying attention to the art, you'll see you'll see it coming, but yeah, uh, if if you're just going along with the movie, it's gonna get you. Oh, yeah. Um, and that that was vague as hell. Jared knows what I'm talking yeah, about. If you watch the movie, it. you'll know. But like, the, like the the attention to detail is absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, like the action sequences are all pretty much just to die for. Like, like they'd be amazing if this was just a standard animated movie. Yeah. Um, add into that the fact that the characters, like the different multiversal characters, all. Um, have their different animation styles. They all have their, their, their own distinct looks, and all of that is, is happening in combination to whatever world they're on. When they change world multiple times, like um, uh, it's just it's just a constant feast. Yeah. Um, see, uh, so mo- moving on from visuals, uh, performances. I don't think I can't think of a single bad performance in this movie. No, uh, um, I can't either. I can't think of anyone that did not that did not come to play. Um, um, I mean, there are some characters who are there almost purely to be a gag. Yeah. But even then, like the gag lands. Yes. Um, one that's become pretty notable. Um, Pat mentioned it to me. Um, Scarlet Spider's in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and he has like four lines and literally steals the scene, um, like every time he speaks. Um, and they're just little gag bits. Yeah. Um, but like every one of them lands so hard. Um, and that's hard to do when you have this many characters. Yeah. Um, one one thing I, I do uh, I, I do thank the movie for, and this is as someone has to re- that is reviewing it. Um, 
going, reaching uh, to the fringes of the Spider Verse to specifically get mostly Spider Men who are not Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, so there, there wasn't a lot of Peter talking to Peter in this movie. No, uh, that was actually something I was going to point out as well. That it, it's surprisingly little Peter talking to Peter. Yeah. Um. Um. Now, there are like like I've, I said before, there are a few Spider People that are bigger Spider People that I just would have liked to have personally seen. Right. Um. But uh. But you never know. We might get them in the next. That's week. what I'm saying. Like uh. Um. Because, like, there's more than one Spider-Woman. Now, Jessica yeah. Drew's not the only one. And technically, um, uh, although she does, she's gone by Ghost Spider for a few years now, uh, Spider-Gwen is not the only Spider-Woman. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they call her Spider-Woman in, the, in this movie. They, they still do. Yeah, she called herself Spider-Woman in the first movie. Yeah. Because she was still called Spider-Woman at that time. And then she became Spider. Uh, then she became Ghost Spider almost immediately afterwards. Um, to differentiate herself from the other Spider-Women. Yeah. Um, uh, we also don't see any Madam Webs. In this movie, no. Um, another thing that I would have like severely popped for. I was kind of wondering if they if she was going to pop up when they started. Well, I'm not. That's spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm, I'm, uh, I'm I, being I, careful. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I gotta be, I'm being careful about like who I say is in the movie and who isn't because there are people that are like one would want to see those cameos and then not be like, oh no, don't worry, you're never going to see that character in this movie. I don't want to take that away from people. Yeah. Um, I will say one that's in this movie real quick. Uh, there's one, there's one variant of Peter that's in this movie who did not need to be, and the second I saw him, I was like, y'all went with, there's a lot of Peters y'all could have used, y'all could have left that one back at home. Um, Spider-Man Rain is in this movie. He's, he has no lines, he just walks by with a, with a contraption. I didn't notice him. It's at the end of the, uh, the Mumbai uh, sequence. Okay. When a bunch of Spider-People are coming down with devices. Wait a minute. He's there with his, like, little, like... Uh, that's not Spider-Man Rain. It sure is. That's the last stand Spider-Man. Spider-Man Rain is just regular Spider-Man in the black suit. Uh, he No, at the end of that run, he uh, he puts on that suit. I can I can show you last stand. Oh, shit. Like, like that, that, that was something me and Ryan got into a big back and forth on because uh, y'all hated that suit in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Uh, because you're, you, oh, that, I don't hate that suit. Well, uh, be, because of because of Spider-Man Rain. We're getting a bit in the, in the comic books, but uh, for those who don't know, there was a... Spider-Man uh, Elseworlds comic where they're basically trying to uh, ape off of Dark Knight Returns by making stuff grim and angsty. Um, that when you hear folk talk about like Spider-Man killing Mary Jane with a radioactive sperm, that, oh yeah, that, that that's what they're talking Rain. about. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, I, I could definitely be wrong. Uh, it's just definitely the one that I always think of him in for some reason. Yeah. Uh, now, Last Stand is also a alternate future Peter. Um, from another grim dark future, but they are they are slightly different. Um, but uh, but I actually always thought that that like, that was the same uh, that was the same comic, and I've read them. Yeah, but it's, I mean it's probably been a few years. Oh, it's been longer than a few years, bro. Yeah, because uh, I I I don't know if you I don't know if you own the comic, uh, Ryan. Oh, I don't. I well, I, I read I read it when in Ryan's possession when he uh, got it from. The library. library that he, I don't know if he ever returned it. Well, it's not here, so he had to return it at yeah. some point. He probably returned it just because he didn't like it. Um, 
But that, that's that. But that that's us. That's us getting hooked off on a tangent. I, I, will, I will. I do want to bring up one other people, person that's not in this movie. Okay. Uh, slash variant that's not in this movie. Just in case. Just I will take this off the board for anyone who's expecting it, um, because it's a surprising one. There is no symbiote Peter uh, or symbiote period in this movie. Yeah, there is. That no no no. Not actually inside the crowd and with the people. You do see evidence that the symbiotes exist, but um, uh, yeah, like you never you never see like symbiote tentacles. But I I know depending on like certain runs, like Venom used webs for a long time. Yes, but what what I'm saying is like because um, they actually there are a couple of shots that are comic book frames they use. Yeah, and one of the comic book frames they use is uh, is of symbiotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, that's like basically the only time that you get to see it in this movie. Um, you never actually see anybody who's actively, um, who I would say is clearly actively having a symbiote. There are definitely like because Spider-Man has his I, black I, costume. I, 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 I would, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into details because that's slightly spoiler. It's it's like a character in the background and blink and you miss it. But I'll I'll we'll get into that when when we do our spoiler review. It's gonna be after this. And it is, oh, well, there's a blink and you miss it. That's that's not yeah. even still really being a part of it. Yeah. Um. But, um. It's but it's a thing that that's important to the Spider-Man mythos, especially as a thing that the Spider-Man mythos is kind of an important thing to this movie. Very much. Um. That they they only really get that one big name drop, and if there's a time, or they get that one big like obvious shot, and there's like one Spider-Man running around that, nah. Okay. So is that is that you telling me that it's not a spoiler and I can say it or what? I mean, I I don't even remember it. So oh, it was a uh, it was uh, Agent Venom. Yeah, you, know, you know the more armored uh, one that flat armored out. Yeah, the, the, the Flash version. Suit. Yeah, in in one of the uh, big crowd scenes, kind of in a dark room. I never saw Agent Venom. Yeah. He was he was like off to the far left. Uh, I I never spotted yeah. him. Um, that being that being said, like you know, if you look at them next to each other, the lines of uh, the silhouette of Agent Venom looks very close to like the high velocity outfit. Uh, they're both very armored up looks. Yeah, and without you know, without him covered in guns, it's kind of hard to tell as Agent Venom. Yeah, I, I never saw that. So yeah. uh, good on you for seeing it. But um, but that's one like you'll probably notice it the next time you see the movie. Um, let's see. Uh, but. We hell we we still haven't gone gone into performances. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we we just started and then we're like back to visuals again because the yeah. movie's so goddamn good looking. But uh, see, uh, Shamit Moore uh, repeating his performances, Miles. Oh, um, excellent, top notch. Yeah. Um, like, like for that is a grown ass man channeling a teenage boy uh, in a degree that because he's only fifteen in the movie. Yeah. But you know he's he's he's. Notice he's a young man, but he's noticeably different than Into the Spider Verse Miles. Yeah, um, this Miles has a, a bit more, bit more confidence, a bit more swag in his demeanor. Um, um, still putting on a hilarious voice when it comes to trying to trick the people around him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's to the point where I'm like, Miles, does your voice still crack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, uh, but and to, and actually having to. Uh, spin Miles his performance of Miles a few different ways in this movie. Yeah, I know. I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for that for the next movie. Very much. Oh my god, that's that's one of the, the things I'm most excited for. 
Um, and uh, so, mo- so moving on to from one great performance to another, uh, the probably the the second, probably the, in my opinion, like the Deuteragonist, Deuteragonist? of the movie. Yeah, um, Haley Stanfield as uh, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I, I was I, watching this movie. Like for most of it, I was like, I think this is a Spider Gwen movie. Yeah, um, like um, it's not. It, it's only because like there's a giant chunk after the first like. 20 minutes that's just all miles yeah, well that, like that sets up a lot of like the heart of the movie yeah like I, w- I would almost say like there's a a good the first 50 minutes of the movie is all is pretty much all in, in earth 65 and in, in Gwen's world yeah um yeah the, definitely the, the deuteragonist um but uh no also just knocks out the part and is at there's asked so much more of her in this movie very much um, but before she was just she was just the spider-man who isn't clumsy yeah, like, uh, um, there is there is something, because having just watched that movie, um, uh, there was something that I noticed uh, in her backstory for that movie, but it's it's a story thing, and it's, just lo- it's a little bit spoilery. It's not mm-hmm. really spoiler, but I, I'm, I'm not going to cover it right here. But, um, but like, yeah, they, 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 they do a really good job, by the way, of also, like, uh, covering, like, how they've grown and like what has actually affected them over this last like year and four months. Yeah. Um, uh, I love it. Uh, I, I also just love like how close they are to like actual earth 65 in the comics. Like, like honestly, um, with a couple of major exceptions, like it, like this would sell the, the older, like five year old from like the original, uh, Dan slot run, like those Spider Women, com- yeah. those Spider Gwen comics. Like, if you're like, oh, I really, really dug that. Go and read them. Like they, they're the only, the only big difference is, is that Gwen is 19 in the comics. Yeah, so she, she's a she, college student. Yeah, she's she's because she's gonna be older in the comics than she is in the movie. Yeah. But even even in the movie, she they don't they don't go into how old she is, but she's older than Miles. Um, I know exactly how old she is. I'm just saying older than yeah. miles. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not throwing my dick on the table. Just, uh, it, it, it's a thing that I want to talk about when we talk spoilers. Um, it, it's it's one of like the nitpicks I have in the movie. Right. Um, let's see. Um, and third, uh, probably third, uh, third biggest character in the movie, uh, Oscar Isaac as uh, Miguel O'Hara. Um. So Oscar Isaac uh, is a performer. Mm-hmm. Like uh, he's not he's not somebody you could definitely declare as being like uh, one type of like he only plays one type of character. Yeah, this is the most unsettled I've been with Oscar Isaac since like I saw him in like Deus Ex. Yeah, like um, and even then he's just kind of like off putting and like like just a guy who's too smart for his own good and holding too many cards. Um, this was the first time I've actually been like. I don't, I don't think we should piss off Oscar Isaac anymore. <laughs> um, I'm glad that motherfucker dead in Dune. Oh, I was, I was, one of the things that, that kind of makes this performance of Miguel unique amongst uh, all of the other Spider-Mans in this movie, um, like, Miguel doesn't really quit. No, he never um, did. He, is, he plays very much the straight man in any scene that he's in. Yeah. Um, Though, th- these are actual true ca- traits of his character. Um, Miguel... Doesn't doesn't quip. Uh, he also is the Spider Man. Like, I mean, there are some Spider Man that like 
have a low bullshit tolerance, but Miguel is also like the Spider-Man that has rage issues. Yeah. Um, Which, that was kind of uh, characteristic of most heroes from 2099. Yes. It was it was the it was the uh, Edge Lord '90s comic, yeah, but for sure. But uh, I'm just saying, like, they, like, like they did a, they did a run a few years ago back when Peter still had Parker Industries. I mentioned his costume being designed from that, um, and uh, during that one, like, that's the thing he has to grapple with throughout that run is the fact that like he has rage issues, um, and other Spider-Man just really don't. Like, yeah. they can get pushed too far. Um, uh, but they don't really have like uh, they're not gonna snap and just like kill somebody. But he is he is working <laughs> on it. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm following the current Amazing Spider-Man run, sadly. Uh, but one <laughs> of the cool Easter eggs is that uh, he does attend anger management classes in the Baxter Building. That's that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, strong strong performance. Um, and I I I like that. Just because he's not making quips doesn't mean that moments that are supposed to have some levity or be funny aren't not funny. Yeah, like he, he doesn't he doesn't step on anyone else's joke. He he will he does go along with it. Like you know, it's like he he, he can be as angry as menacing as he wants. It's kind of hard to do that while you're holding a baby. Yeah. Um, and uh. And like a lot, a lot of that goes uh, does a lot for the performance as well. Um, but like, tw- there, there's some, there's some moments he has with Miles. I mean, you see in the trailer he's chasing Miles around, so obviously not not everything's not fun between them all the time. Slam the shit out of that boy. <laughs> uh, the fucking vitriol like of he- some of the shit that he says to Miles. I'm like he clearly is upset that there's another Mexican Spider-Man. <laughs> there's actually multiple, <laughs> and they don't use any not of no them. more. <laughs> and they don't use any of them. Like fuck it, I'm, I'm now saying it. Arachne's not in this movie, and she's also Hispanic. And they were, I was like, I was like, hey man, why are they not gonna put Arachne in this movie? And now you say that, I'm like, oh, it's because it's because they didn't want too many Latino people um, fucking up their Spider-Man. Like there, there's a scene in in Commodore where the a bunch of Spider Men are together, and one of the Spider Men is going, "Wow, there's a lot of Spider Men from Japan. Why is that a problem? Oh, I hope I'm not the racist Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Miguel all day, folks. <laughs> Except it's like you know, self hating Mexican. Look, that's probably why they they made uh, Miles darker in this movie. <laughs> If we lighten him up too much, he's already speaking Spanish. <laughs> Miguel ain't gonna like that. <laughs> Oscar Isaac just boots in the door while she makes recording. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, and we, I've, I've kind of been going down my personal uh, ladder of like who I thought gave the most impressive performances. Um, the next one down for me is is not a Spider Man, but. Um, Brian Tyree Henry as uh, Jefferson Davis. Oh, no. Jeff Morales. He's credited as Jefferson Davis on IMDb. He, but it's wrong. He's Jefferson Morales. I even I even stayed to like to read that in the credits. I was like, are they actually crediting him? Yes, he's Jeff Morales. Oh, okay. Um, so in this in this world, he took Rio's last name. That's odd. 
in comics, for anybody who ever wonders why Miles Morales, his name was Miles Morales and not Miles, Miles Davis, Davis. Uh, which also still works with the stupid thing that... He, uh, we can't make him that black, folks. Go, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Jefferson Davis and Aaron Davis are definitely not the names they should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, for other historical reasons. Look up who those people are if you don't know. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, in the original continuity... Um, Rio had my, uh, had Miles before uh, her and, and Jeff were, were, were married, married. Um, so Miles ended up, ended up having her name, and then they just they were just he was very comfortable with that he didn't mind that his son didn't bear his last name it wasn't a big deal to him wasn't a point of contention yeah Miles um, also liked being Morales because you know yeah he's, he's kind of proud of his Hispanic heritage yes um but that is why you know his uncle is Aaron Davis and his father's Jefferson Davis and this in this universe they clearly kind of made it so I guess Jeff t- took her name isn't a problem it's just it's just a thing that I don't know it's just they don't call they don't call any attention to it and in my brain I'm also like oh Jefferson Davis yeah um because that's just what he's always been um I actually don't hate the idea of him going by Jeff Morales but there's also other weird things about like Jeff Davis, that's like all uh, that are also getting weird. Well, because also like in these movies, he's a cop. And, he's a cop. You know, that's not really what it, what he should be if you read the comics. Um, uh, if no, you, if, if you've only experienced it from the PS4 games, then then it then it's consistent for you. Yes, um, but a uh, we've had you know the uh, BLM since then. Um, Miles actually has a BLM um, pin on his backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me wonder exactly how that conversation went down in their house. Um, but, uh, because I mean, I'm sure it came up. <laughs> Channel Uncle Aaron. Um, but, uh, but yeah, in the, in the comics, one of the other reasons that, that Jeff was probably very fine with his son not having his last name, Jeff, um, for one, he, uh, he got in trouble all the time with the cops. Yeah. Um, oftentimes... For being the worst thing you can also, you can possibly be in America, black, black, yeah, he, he got pulled over and arrested and things like that, and was just considered non-compliant and just for being black. But it, uh, he's also a shield agent with a lot of enemies, with a lot of enemies. Uh, so, um, so both of those things are kind of like because shield agents are not cops; um, they're they're much closer to spies and assassins. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't have really to have the same connotation as like a cop would because they skirt slash break the law all the time to achieve a greater ends, you know, according to their eyes. Um, yeah. So having him be like uh, a cop and having him be, uh, uh, Jeff Morales, it's enough of a departure. You can actually, it's actually kind of makes it a little bit easier for you to be like, Oh, he's so completely separate from his uh, comic counterpart that I don't even have to like be like, Oh, if they did him like the comic. No, I'm just like no. That that's 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 two that's different, different people. Character. That's yeah. two different people. Um, like not not even to get in the performance, but like you know, Genki in this movie is night and day different than he how he is in the comic. Uh, they once again they clearly uh, had to make the point of being like, well, we've already got Ned running around, yeah, um, being the man in the chair. We don't want to do that for our our, our uh, this Spider Man. Um, but uh, Genki loved being the man in the chair. Also. Genki was the man in the chair before Ned. Yes, uh, a thing that we've discussed when we when we did our homecoming review. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's fine. The movies don't need him to serve that role. Um. Uh. Bendis doesn't it, need more money. And and also, I, I will say that like 
the the only thing that that makes me sad about it is it gives uh, Miles not really a friend. Yeah, they 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 claim to be friends in the movie, but they don't seem particularly close. No. Um. Close enough for Giga to steal his J's. Uh, no, not close. Definitely no. not close enough. G- Gaggy would have had to come see me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, uh, if somebody's uh, stealing and putting on your shoes, Pat, um, they already got to be a bit brave to begin with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that, that's fucked. Um, but no, um, uh, see, like, um, uh, what what is the guy's full name? I always want to call him one or the other, but uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Morales is uh, a voice actor. Oh, Brian Tyree Brian. Henry. I always want to say like Brian Tyree or Tyree Henry. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, but um, like I love him in this movie. He he's not as good as he wasn't in Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, but he's not utilized in the same way. Where it's it's gonna be hard to beat that doorway sequence. Yeah. Um. Where he gives Miles the push that Miles needs at the end of that movie. Now, to be fair, they do. There is another Miles heart to heart with parents sequence, but it's Miles and his mother, his mother Rio, uh, which is also a very good scene. Um, and this one, he's kind of playing a bit more of the authoritarian yeah. father figure. Um, yeah, not not negative or anything. You definitely understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Um, uh, very early on, Miles kind of comes to him. In costume to gauge himself with his father, <laughs> um, and like, uh, and the, the 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 whole thing of it is like very 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 well very well done. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say like the the, the bigger heart of the parent uh, of the parent combo is with uh, the mother who I don't know the actress's name. I'm sorry, uh, Luna Lauren Villas. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that name wrong. Um, but them together. Because you don't really get them together in the first movie. Oh, the mom, the mom and dad together. Yeah, yeah. Jeff and Rio. Uh, the the moments where they're together. Very entertaining dynamic. Very entertaining dynamic. Also, like the fact that like they're trying to work through how to be good parents, and like they like neither one of them like dominates over the other. They're constantly being like, "Hey, I let Miles do this. Hey, hey nah. Like they're like, "Hey, are we doing the right thing? Like, yeah, like." Like even when they don't see eye to eye, they they are still like very much partners in like the raising of their child. Which if it's one thing I I I, I love about them, um, a good way to tell if they're if they're good parents, uh, bad parents don't care if they're good parents. Uh, good parents worry. Yeah, and they specifically worry about like what are, the, exactly. are they sending the right message with their with their actions. Yeah. Are they being fair? Uh, or or is 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 the thing that they're doing going to per- like? Is it just like a, a stopgap for a moment, or is it setting him up for failure or success in the future? Yeah, like th- these are things they actually come across. And um, for a movie that doesn't need that, and it doesn't, and is long, and is in fact two parts, they doesn't feel like it adds bloat to this movie. Yeah, I was engaged with it every time. Like I said, they could have made this movie five hours, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Um. um it wouldn't have it would have affected my ability to see it when I saw it, but I still would have made time to see this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Jake Johnson, I believe, played uh, or was, was that his name? The guy that played uh, Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Parker. Yes. Um, Not a bad performance. Just it's just he, kind of a, uh, a, a an ascended cameo. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot. Now, what he does with it, 
he does really really well. There's there's a moment between um, him um, him and Miles um, that is like all that they really needed to say to each other, um, and uh, and I'm glad that moment happens. I would have liked to have seen him more in the movie, but also at the same time, there's a lot of like. I think he was in the movie just as much as he needed to be yeah. without being there to like overshadow him. Because that's the, that's the problem with having a mentor-style character. You can't have your mentor-style character being there constantly. And they also, like, the way that they even kind of clinch that in the a last movie, um, where Miles teaches him the lesson at the end of uh, the Leap of Faith moment, yeah. like is, is so beautifully wrapped up in that, where Miles just didn't need him to be the mentor and clearly goes on to be Spider-Manning for a year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so seeing them, like, seeing him come back and, and not even try to approach him in a mentor capacity, like, very well just knows that Miles is beyond that at this point. Well, he he knows that he's not, he's not in training anymore. Yeah. Miles is, he is, he is Spider-Man. He is the, immediately, I I think he's only active in Brooklyn at this point, but still. I mean, he's taking out supervillains. Yeah. Like you know, you know, and and very handedly too. Like, oh yeah, like taking him out like a Peter in his prime, whereas like oh you know this 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 is a big bad villain. Two frames later, they're down. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I I love Miles's uh, uh, his intro where he's like, all right, let's do this one last time. <laughs> oh, and... we you don't have to do it one last time, Miles. I'm here for it every time you do it. <laughs> Um, this is this is a storytelling thing, but it's just a thing that I love. Um, I love that they like throughout this movie, it kind of introduces its like little uh, act breaks through comics. Yeah, um, it was a small touch. It's very much kind of like in Clerks when they would use the title cards for its sequences. Um, but like it was it was perfect every single time. Um, uh, it was just the thing I wanted to point out before it got lost in the weeds or everything else. Um, but yeah, every time like a new sequence is about to start or a, a big new scene or set piece is about to come up, they break they break that moment with a like a comic page, like to be like, oh, that ended that issue. Now you're in the next part, um, which means that this fucking movie is gonna be an omnibus by the time it's done. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, and uh, uh, two more performances I, I want to talk about before we move on to the next next thing. Um, Daniel Kaluuya as uh, Spider Punk, uh, Hobie Brown. Um, that was Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. God damn, that dude is too good. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I that man's too talented, and I don't appreciate it. Like um, I'm not, I didn't detect him as Daniel Kaluuya yeah, at all. I, I've never I've never read Spider Punk, um, but I did. I I love this performance of him. Um, like a- after after seeing seeing this form of Hobie, I, I want to see more of him. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping we get to see more of him in the next movie. Like I fully thought they had brought on like a British actor for this. Um, and Daniel Kaluuya already does like one of the best like American accents I've ever heard. Like just completely undetectable from his regular accent. Mm-hmm. To know that he can also just do like a completely spot on. British accent, like and not that and speaks not, and not, in copywriting. Yeah, slang. I'm saying not just normal British, a specific part of Britain. Um, uh, 
when like the only time I think he's ever, he's ever done like his his natural voice in a movie I think is fucking um, Black Panther. Yeah. Um, like, man, I want to see Daniel Kaluuya more shit. Uh, God, like I I did not know that was him. Uh, that I just thought that they brought Spider Man uh, that they brought Spider Punk <laughs> to life. And uh, and he was just out there doing shit. You know, he'd never worked for a corporation. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sony. <laughs> uh, and last but certainly not least, like I said, all of these performances were straight up bangers. Um, Issa Rae as uh, Jessica Drew. Um, I really, really liked uh, her performance. I don't, there are, there are aspects of that character that I don't like. Yeah. Um, None and, of it is in her performance. In this one, she, she is more playing, she is uh, a mentor character, similar to Peter B. Parker, but she is that for Gwen. Yes. Which is a thing that's true for the comics, too. Um, Jessica Drew um, does help out Gwen in the comics a lot. Mm-hmm. And becomes the person that she goes to uh, when she needs advice for, for a, a large part of her beginning career. Um, and uh, uh, But th- there are aspects of this character that I'll get into like when we talk about spoiler uh, the spoiler review. Um, there, there are a few things that just um, bug me on. Like, I, I only have like mostly nitpicks about this movie, but that is a nit that I want to pick. Okay. Um, last one. It, well, and obviously, it's not going to be that they made Jessica Drew black. I don't give a shit about that. I didn't. I wasn't. That wasn't even on my radar. <laughs> yeah, I just. I know there are fucking racists out there and. Uh, people who've never picked up a goddamn Spider Woman comic in their life, yeah, would might have been like, "Oh, why is she?" No, 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 no. Um, uh, my mine are a little bit comic related, but they're not. But that's not specifically it. It has, yeah. it has something to do with like, uh, with motherhood, uh, her motherhood mentorship. Like, there's some aspects of her character with that that I'm like, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that it gets handled better in the next movie. Okay. Yeah. Um. See. Uh. And. Moving out of performances, um, music. Uh, I actually did. I actually did notice a little bit of the music in this movie, and I, all of that that I heard was pretty good. There's not a, there's no, there's no what a what's up danger moment. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that's to the movie's detriment. Um, just because I. I don't. I don't want them to. I don't want to the point where they feel like they have to try and like manufacture that type of moment. Um, uh, there is. Uh, I, I will tell you that that that, mo- that moment is in this movie. Um, oh, I, I, I know. I know. Yeah, I know but, it's, but it's not. But, but it's, it's not. It's handled very differently. Yeah. Um, like uh, like visually, there there's a a few kind of what's up danger moments. Um, but uh, this movie doesn't require that type of you know build up uh for it because Miles is fairly confident in his abilities and all throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Miles pulls off some some shit in this movie, so he he damn well should be proud of himself and confident in his abilities. Yeah, my only problem with Miles in this movie is he sometimes forgets all of the powers that he has. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, no. Um. Like this soundtrack. Like this is actually the first time I will say that. Like I know a lot of people. Um. Uh. Who like uh, have not seen the movie yet, but have already purchased the soundtrack and are listening to it. Yeah, um, which is the first time I can think of in a while that I've seen somebody talking about uh, a movie soundtrack in that way. The last time I can really remember people talking about like the soundtrack to the movie being like this good and 
uh, them going, uh, them going, listen to it, and that's not counting the Guardians of the Galaxy movies because those soundtracks are kind of like now that's what I would call music compilations almost. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because very, very little of that movie, uh, the music that are used in those movies are made for the movies. Um, the last time I can remember, like uh, one that's like full of original songs made for that movie that people were talking about, like this is Black Panther. Yeah. Um, like th- this movie is, I can I can tell that there they definitely curated what m- music they wanted into it, um, and they like definitely like that because I, I I heard specifically I heard some you know I heard some Wayne I heard some Twenty One Savage uh, I heard some Future. Uh, like a lot of you know, they definitely want to tell you there are black people in this movie. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like uh, I forgot the name of the song, but it's like uh, it's the notorious B.I.G. song they play um, in. Uh, oh, in, in, in the, the Spider Verse, yeah. And uh, they completely, I, I can't not hear it every time I like uh, notice it every time when he's like, when the head ride bigger there every night, yeah. And I'm like, uh, do you guys not know what head means in this context? <laughs> Because <laughs> Miles shouldn't be going to Uncle Aaron if you're looking for head right now. <laughs> that's that's not the message y'all trying to send. The message was just Aaron plays big. <laughs> yes. That's all. That's as far as the message needed to go. Honestly, the message was more um, just to warn you, Miles. Uh, this is a dark room with a lot of black lights. You playing Biggie? Uh, you just learned he's into some wild boy shit. Police about to come in this room right now. <laughs> you want to get out of here? Uh, like I said, I, I rewatched the movie right before I watched uh, the new one. So, like I said, I'll just never miss it now. Um, um like uh, I'm trying. Uh, but uh, so, but moving on from music. Um, let's see. Any uh, what? What else? We we pretty much just said everything. It's it's great. It's it's all great. Yeah, the, this is something we were talking yeah. about. We we're gonna have a problem with. We we're like, oh, just like the movie's just funk. It fires on all, all cylinders. Uh, the writing, oh, writing, yeah. The right. I was just saying, the writing is just amazing. Like a lot of it. Well, a lot of it is is, is character stuff, but they're all good character stuff. Yeah. Like I said, I um, have one nitpick, and it's with um, it's with Jessica Drew Spider Woman. Like uh, the the there there is a. You know, kind of relationship build up with this movie with the whole uh, uh, Miles Miles Gwen ship, which I'm down for because they're writing it amazingly. You know what? This actually isn't spoiler territory. Um, I, I do want to go ahead and if I'm if we're talking about dark writing, I do want to go ahead and get some of my Jessica Drew points out of the way. Okay. Um. Uh. In this movie, Jessica Drew mentions being married. Yes, she is also notably pregnant. She is notably pregnant. She's notably pregnant. Like uh, in the opening of the movie, and then later on in the movie, which is a four month gap. Yeah, um, which means she's having some type of super baby, uh, or she's having like the Family Guy Bonnie pregnancy that lasts like thirty five <laughs> years. Yeah, because um, like she is super fucking pregnant in the start of this movie, like notably like belly swole pregnant, and uh, and then they specifically mention it's been four months after that. And she is still super pregnant. She's still riding motorcycles and web slinging. Yeah. Um, None of that can be good for a baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was a mistake or something. I don't know why she is like because she. They could have just mentioned like she could have just mentioned being pregnant in the beginning also, like, of the movie. Also, like she she never 
she never makes mention of being sore. She never has the the baby never kicks. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it felt it felt like they just saw that that cover of spot of, of, of Spider Woman. Woman where she's like it's a side profile shot and she's like making the Rosie the Riveter flex and she's got the big swollen belly. Yeah. And they just like we want that in the movie. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think they should have just like in dialogue. Like had, said, she had the baby. Like, yeah, or, or no, I mean, like in the beginning of the movie, say that like, hey, I'm such and such much pregnant. Like, uh, Miggy, you're going to handle something. And Mig be like, hey, no, I need you. And she's like, huh, fine. And then she comes in. And then with her being noticeably swollen later on, it's just very weird that she's noticeably swollen in both parts. But the other thing I was going to say is, and this is just a thing about uh, her character, and I don't know, like, uh, I'm not a woman. I can preface by saying that. Um, uh, I'm not a woman, and I'm not a, um, a, uh, per- a person who can give birth. Um, but... She she mentions having a husband, and she mentions like some of her wants and and uh, like very very briefly she mentions like 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 the wants and the name and, and gender of that of the child and like and things like that. But it's it's what like if she don't she only gets like a little bit of character stuff in this movie, so everything is kind of important. Jessica Drew in the comics wanted to be a mother, um, and is not married. And in fact, uh, just went to like a donation place and then got a sample. And it was a mystery in the comics for a long time of who was the father because she's had like a, a long history with like Clinton Barton and stuff like that. And so a lot of oh, people like, thought, did she know the donor? Nope. Oh. Uh, she specifically requested it to be like anonymous. Okay. Just like a, just the person had to be healthy essentially. Um, and like when she had the baby, he was like blonde hair, blue eyed. People were like, oh, Clint's obviously the father. And uh, no, that's that's not the case. Unless they've uh, at, at some point retconned it, um, which they could have. I don't think they they have. I, I'm not aware of, the, of them doing it. But the point was that she wanted to have a child because she wanted to be a mother. It is a thing that she wanted for herself, and she wanted to be able to do it without having to rely on anybody else and stuff like that. It was it was a big thing for her character motivation. And I don't know. There's um, uh, and she was and she did that right after Gwen kind of became, like, she became the mentor to Gwen. Mm-hmm. So, like, for her, she was, you know, like, the mentor to, uh, to actually, Gwen and Sydney Moon, uh, Silk. Uh, she was their mentor, and then found that she, like, had a love of, like, nurturing and caring, and then went on to become a mother. And there's something about the idea that, like, um, by adding in an unknown husband character to it, where it's like, oh, well... Now it's just a thing that's almost more expected of her. It's more expected of a woman to just have a husband and then have a child. Um, and therefore, it makes like her mentoring a little bit more of like, well, of course she is. She's a mother now. Or she's on her way to becoming a mother. I don't... There's just something that's like... It's a little bit... It was a little bit more selfless the way that it was before. Like the way it is in the comics. Mm-hmm. Where it's just... It, it's very much Jessica as the, is, is the sole reason and driving factor... Whereas with when you have this mysterious person you don't know who doesn't show up in the movies or anything like that, like you 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 don't know how much voice she has in it anymore. Whereas like by if you're not going to use that character anyway, why couldn't she just be pregnant? Like like add, adding adding like the little extra a like, couple of lines muddied the water in a way where I was like I liked it better if she I would have liked it better if she's like no she's just a mothering person. And so this is just something that she does. That's just a, it's a fact about her character that's indisputable. I see your point. 
Um, I don't know what their logic was. Um, like, uh, I I'll, I'll preface, I'll preface this, this, uh, I, I, I am, you know, not a, I am not a woman or a person that can give birth. And often, oftentimes I am mostly unconsciously black. (laughs) Um, they may not, because they chose to make her a black woman, they may not have wanted to make her a single mother. Uh, okay, you know what? I didn't take that into account. Um, yeah, uh, that, that is something I didn't think about. Uh, man, it, fucking, it can be hard to, to, to keep all of those little things straight. Fuck, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't at any point consider that. And that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That, that truly does make a lot of sense. Um, okay, like you it, know what? I didn't think about that. Like that's on me. Yeah, and for the for those who may not be comic literate, Jessica Drew in Six One Six Comics is a white woman. Yeah. Um. Uh. No, I I was I, I was fully down for like, uh, other than the fact that I I do want to see what she looks like in her prime. I do want to I, I want to see what this woman looks like when she's not like uh like swollen belly because they did they, they did use like my favorite design mm-hmm. for Jessica Drew. Um, a, a design well, they, that she specifically used she, after the ass shot. <laughs> uh, when uh, if, if you look up Spider Woman, I'm sure the the there's, one there's a very famous, very bad uh, cover of her. Yeah, where she is just like full heart shaped, like her ass cheeks are bo- both open, yeah, with a spandex going right up inside of her, like. Um, and that that picture exists inside the comic continuity. People comment on it, and she's just like, look. Stop talking about that that fucking picture of me. I don't like it. Uh, it should have never happened. Um, and it's it's one of the reasons she decides to change her costume. And I love the motorcycle Spider Woman look. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do just kind of want to see um, like Spider Verse Jessica Drew. Um, you know, like uh, fully just being able with, to with, like without, sweat without, without the elements of motherhood. Yeah. Without yeah. Without the yeah. The, the swollen belly. Um, I, I just want to see. I just want to see her running around kicking ass. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assumption. And not since she's not, uh, she does it with fucking a gri- a gripping a goddamn motorcycle between her thighs the entire time. Um, that husband, her husband's a lucky man because her kegels are. Uh, she's gonna give birth to that child. Like push, boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like somebody shooting a spitball. <laughs> Like a like a like a uh, like a shell going down to a fucking uh, shotgun. Thump, thump. <laughs> oh, once again, we are not women, nor are we people that can give birth. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not sure. Hold that fucking motorcycle like, with our yeah, thighs. We, we, we are we are two guys in their 30s on a podcast. Take all of our words with that great assault. Yeah. Um. But you know, I, okay, I never, I never, I didn't consider like that, <laughs> and I probably should have because well, it felt like what a month ago we had that like um, the the uh, the Rugrats weird controversy about the guy who tried to try draw all the characters and drew Susie Carmichael as like, oh a, yeah, as a, as a, as a single, single mother. mother, yeah, yeah, um, hidden biases, man. Like uh, I, I, was, I don't, I, I didn't think of it. I didn't think it through. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, to your ninety percent of the time, you are you're you're more conscious of this shit of this shit than I am. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, what were we talking about? 
something about we're, this we're movie. Talking about, we're talking about this, uh, the, the, the story. Yeah, the, the writing. The writing. The writing. Um, um, and I, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and get into my one other thing, uh, which is um, Miles and, and Gwen's ages. Uh, Miles is explicitly 14 in the first movie. Yeah. I don't know when his birthday had happened. I don't know if he was... If it was if he was going to be turning fifteen in a couple of months, well, they 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 said he's a little bit over fifteen. Yes. So, um, but he is fourteen explicitly in the first movie. Yeah. And in the first movie, um, same as forty two is a recurring number, um, in uh, in in throughout the, both these movies, mm-hmm. fourteen is also a recurring number. Um, so Miles is fourteen in the move in the first movie. And uh, Gwen is 14 months older than he is. At the end of the movie, like when they talk about being friends before she leaves, she tells him, I'm older than you. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? And uh, he's like, yeah. And she goes, 14 months, but still. So, um, meaning in the first movie, she's like, uh, she's 15 and some change. Um, and in this movie, like, it's uh, a year and four months, another 14. Um, that would be 16. It, it, well, it depends on how you view it. If you're just looking one year, four months, it's still a 14 on display. That's oh, how my oh, brain, okay. that's how my brain works, okay. man. Yeah. Um, like, like, an, like an old Windows computer just says 92, and then the rest <laughs> of it doesn't mean anything at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but so 14 months pass. Gwen can't be older than 16 or 17. Yeah. And they make some comments about her and Hobie um, whereas I don't believe Hobie is, um, a minor. <laughs> I don't, they, they not, he looks like he, he looks like he could be played by Daniel Kalua now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think Hobie's a minor and they, they make some comments that I was just like a little bit uncomfortable with. Now, I, I, I see your point and if I was in Miles' shoes, I would definitely be asking these questions. I mean, Miles tries to ask these questions. Yeah, uh, but pretty much as soon as as soon as Hobie takes off his mask, they pretty much drop it. Yes, for some reason. Yeah. Um, um, I, I don't know if it, if it was just a thing because I mean, it could have been. It could be a purely innocent thing. It really just I'm genuinely. Pretty sure could it be. is. Um, I, I I we can get more into it when we get in our spoiler review. Yeah. Um, I I don't. I think I think it, I think they were very intentionally going. Oh, this is we'll we'll play it we'll kind of play it like this before we actually meet Hobie. Yeah, and then after we meet Hobie, they pretty much dusted it off. Yeah, and Hobie was just you know cool spider pump. Yeah, and like I said, that's kind of what I want to say a little bit, but I, I do want to point because Gwen and Miles have always had an age discrepancy because Miles has always been considerably younger and Gwen has always been in college. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there was, there's literally like a, like a, a comment called like Gwen and Miles, like hanging in a tree or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they, um, they, 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 they often hold like a semi-romantic relationship. Um, where, but in their fairness, they often say, Hey, if we're going to pursue that, we're going to pursue that when we're older. Yeah. Um, and Miles has no stated age in the comics. Uh, in fact, the last time like he had a birthday, they very explicitly popped the number balloon. So it just said one, and then the other balloon had been popped. Um, so you didn't know exactly how old he was. He's somewhere between 10 and 19. Somewhere between 10 and 19, yes. Um, 
Now, to be fair, that prefaced one of the worst comics I've ever read in my life, where Miles got tortured for quite a long time, and I hated it. I don't like to think about it, but um, they do like make like, oh, he had a birthday in the comics like a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, but whereas Gwen should probably be twenty now, probably not because because she, she's been through semesters of college at this point. Like, yeah. So. Um, so they've, it's all, it's, they've always had an age difference between the two of them. Not quite as bad as, like, let's say, Barbara and... Uh, and Batman? Uh, no, Barbara Gordon and uh, Dick. They have a huge age discrepancy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, back in, like, the 70s, there's, there's like... You can find, co- like, comic panels of Barbara um, being like, I'm, I'm in my 20s and Dick is a high school student. I need to end this relationship. This isn't right. Ah, like literally explicitly saying that, yeah, and uh, and then they kind of like over time, like they aged Barbara slower and they aged Dick up faster. So now you actually like you could look at the comics and think that Dick is older than Barbara now. Yeah, every every time I've ever seen it, they always say she's about two years older than than he is. Uh, Which to your point, maybe she, if she was twenty, he was eighteen. Yeah. No, um, no, he was he was in high school in high school. Yeah, yeah, that it's a more recent thing to try to like. Burst but uh, the but gap also, a bit. I mean, is DC which crisis was that? <laughs> yeah, that's <your> fair. <laughs> uh, like I said, like they, they they've slowly made it so that she yeah. seems like she's the younger person of the two. But now, like for a while, she was considered like three or four years older than he was. Yeah, and yeah. that <laughs> might be the case. <laughs> um. But some, yeah, some, I just, some, I just people, put, some people think the cucumbers taste better pickled. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, so like, like I said, I had a couple of nitpicks. Those are pretty much those are my nitpicks. Uh, is is like the, the 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 Gwen age thing, like potentially with Hobie. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the Jessica Drew thing, which I didn't even consider. Uh. uh the single mother aspect of it, uh, in that way, and like in the stigma that would require. Um. And uh, and that was it. Like that was li- li- those were literally the only two things. I was spending a day thinking about it. And I was like, uh, and to be fair, like like I I caught them in the theater, and yeah. it was just like oh. um one other th- one thing I will say about the writing um because this is a part one um the there's not a lot of stuff with the vi- with the villain. Or the person that we presume is going to be the villain in the next movie. <laughs> yep, that's what I was going to say. Um, he he has a lot of, like, I, w- I would call it growth, but not development. His growth definitely drives the plot, him gaining more and more power and more and more influence. But oh, I think we're thinking of two different people. We might be. Um, that that's that's the other thing with this with this movie. There are three people you could definitely call the villain of this movie. Yeah, um, one gets introduced in the last fifteen minutes. I'm thinking of the guy <laughs> that we saw in the beginning of the movie. Um, I don't think he's the villain of this movie. I think the guy that we meet later on. I think the person that we meet at the end of the movie is going to be a definitely antagonist influence. And don't get me wrong, I want to see more of that guy. I want to see much more of that. Honestly, we could do away with the villain from this movie, and it could be all the guy we saw at the end. <laughs> I want him to have his own movie. <laughs> I'm talking about the, mi- the middle villain is the, is the person I would think is like the actual villain of this movie. Right. I think I think uh, the the beginning villain is really just kind of the setup for like cause, the next cause movie. One thing I will say for this villain it is because so much of his stuff was kind of handled in the background and away from the other characters. 
Miguel winds up feeling more of the villain that's who in I was, this movie. That's who I was referring to. Um, than than anything else. I don't think Miguel is going to be the villain of the next movie. Um, that just seems odd. Because like th- from what they f- they give you the reason why Miguel was doing what he's doing, and he doesn't seem evil. No. Um, definitely making some hard choices that I don't know if I would have necessarily made. Um, definitely somewhat compromised, but not evil. Right. Um, don't 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 fit this motherfucker for a goblin glider just yet. <laughs> He'd only be held down by one. <laughs> Um. Yeah, like uh, I I I don't know I don't because also if he's the villain in the next movie, Miles is fucked. <laughs> Miles is, does he does not have enough time to hit the gym that hard. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Ant Man versus Kang again. Hey hey hey! <laughs> if uh, if Miles can just find himself a multiverse where time slows down and age himself up a year, mm-hmm. considering how much he grew between uh. The first and the second movie, if he if he reaches Je- uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Morales heights, yeah, uh, and that build, oh come on, then we got a fight going. I mean, I I think he's looking at the way he's developing. I think we're he's going to be closer to an Aaron Davis frame. Uh, but them shoulders though, yeah. Miles Miles got some shoulders on him. But uh, that but that all that goofiness aside. <laughs> Uh, uh, any anything anything else we want to talk about? Spoiler free with the movie. Uh, recommendation: Go see the movie. Oh yeah, yeah go yeah, see yeah. the movie. Go see it two or three times. If um, if this movie does not make a billion dollars, we have failed. Yeah. Um. Honestly, uh, I knew Pat hadn't seen it. Uh, yesterday, so I was waiting for him to message me to be like, "Hey, uh, I'm free now. You want to see? Uh, I'm going to see the movie." Because I didn't tell him I saw it yesterday mm-hmm. until after he'd already messaged me and was like. Hey, have you seen the movie? And I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Okay, good. Me too. Let's go ahead." And I was like, "Fuck, fuck." Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was kind of hoping his hope that he would say, "No, I haven't seen it yet." So I, we I, I would have totally gone to see it again. We were both looking for an excuse to go see it again. Yeah. that's how good the movie was. Um, that would mean Pat had to see it twice in the same day. Yeah, and I would have been very happy. Yeah. Um. Uh. See. Um. But yeah, go go see the movie. Why are you listening to this? Go see the movie. Um, this is the Camera Corner Podcast. I was your host, Patrick Coast. Jared, say bye, Jared. And don't let them call Miles Spin in the next movie either. Um, I don't think they're going to. Because um, look, there's there's no competing Spider-Man in this world. I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, with that being said, this is our spoiler-free review for Across the Spider-Verse. Um, also sprinkled in with a bunch of comic talk because we just couldn't help ourselves. I mean, you can't talk comic movie that's like pull from this much comics and not have a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, with that, with that being said, uh, you can find us on pretty much anywhere comic, it, it, not anywhere uh, podcasts are found. Not not. Don't look for us where comic books are full, are sold. Yeah. Uh, we're not we're not there. Um, but give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Uh, let us know what you uh, thought about uh, across the Spider Verse or into the Spider Verse. Or any Spider Verse related uh, things, you want to talk about Spider Geddon? We'll we'll go back and forth with you. Yeah, we can talk Spider Geddon. Um, That's fine. With that being said, we will catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>